Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5 it says and thou shall love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might and thou this is a new you know the lord a background of this is a god who just um delivered please i want you to be interactive talk to me a god who just um delivered the israelites from the land of egypt let's say you were in slavery and then you were brought out after being brought out huh, your allegiance would now be to the one who rescued you right okay let's say um you've you were taken as a slave by uh let me see let me see let me see what would be the best um Okay let me say you are about to die a thief pointed a, a gun to you and he was ready to shoot you he was ready to kill you okay and then as he pointed a gun to you somebody comes from behind let's say god's grace came back from he came from behind and then he hit or striked the thief on the head so you were free now automatically it means you own your life now to god's grace do you see that automatically your life your allegiance will now be to god's grace because he was the one who delivered you do you see that he rescued your life are you with me are you guys with me he rescued your life do you see that okay now i heard of a certain story that um a, a, a lady was traveling and then she saw a certain dog that was trapped somewhere she helped the dog from the trap she removed the trap and then she fed the dog and took good care of the dog and left the same um lady happened to be traveling through the same place and then she was attacked and it was this same dog that came to her rescue Now the dog saw it that this woman I owe my life to her so I must do everything necessary to protect her okay now so watch this you have been labeled as a slave you've been a slave for a certain nation for about 400 years not one year not two year you know when you are in a certain nation for 400 years it means you become accustomed you become um 
um, you become you become used to the ways the civilization of that nation so you can even learn their dressing you learn their the way they talk and you even look like them yourself because 400 years is not is not is not a small just not just something small you see is a very 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 long period of time which any colonial master would use wisely and effectively okay so let's say now there was a time that there was a news in ghana that some people said they are the western togoland right you had something like that western togoland now we all know that western togoland has been in ghana since time began so now all of a sudden they started saying um they are no longer ghanaians they are now western togoland so they want to declare independence from ghana so they want to divide the nation they want to divide the nation now do you think it would be easy for them to just leave can they declare independence on their own would it be easy for them to just declare independence and say oh we just woke up and say um we are no longer ghanians we are now western togo lands <laughs> is it possible no they may even say it with their mouth but it's not possible okay there's another scenario in nigeria where we have a certain people the biafra they want to declare independence from nigeria you get it but we all know that these people have been with um this nation for a very long time so they cannot just rise up one day and say we are declaring independence we are going you get it something like that it would take a very 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 strategic it would take a very 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 strategic um plan for them to be able to break out now the same thing happened to the israelites they were caught in egypt after spending 400 years and then they just woke up and they said yes now we have seen that we are israelites so we are going did you see that did you get a scenario you have been in a nation for 400 do you know what is 400 years you've been in a nation for 400 years and then all of a sudden you woke up one morning and say we are israelites we are israelites we are going no see so that was what was happening in the land of egypt they could not rise up on their own i know you guys would have thought you would have thought by yourself that ah i did not israelite if they have gone to egypt we knew how they went to egypt right 
a famine broke out and then Joseph happened to be in Egypt where there was sufficient food. So because of food, they went to Egypt and they were trapped. They were enjoying themselves until they were trapped. And maybe they wanted to spend 70 years or maybe they wanted to spend 10 years only. But they ended up spending 400 years. Do you see that? Okay. So that was how they got into Egypt. And then spending 400 years. So for them to just wake up one day and say, We are going to our land. We are marching to Zion. <laughs> the day they say, We are marching to Zion. They say, Kingdom! Catch them, lash them. <laughs> Even if they are much in number, they can't do anything. Because if they try to do anything, they will be subdued. Do you see that? So now, watch this. Follow me. I'm trying to set a coordinate so that we enter into this new month with effect. So follow me. Now, this Israelites. This Israelite, you have been eating the food of the Egyptians, drinking their water. If they ask you to pay, would you be able to pay for all the food you have you have eaten from the time of Joseph up to now? Can you pay? Huh? You see, they can't pay. That is why they were now labeled as slaves slaves so watch this one day their god remembered them and decided to break them out (laughs) the bible called this a mighty hand so by a mighty hand the israelites had to be brought out of egypt now watch this is a certain god Let's say we don't know him. Let's say we don't know him. A certain God, okay, now Clem is here. Let's say a certain God visited Clem. And then the God told Clem, Clem, you said you are an ego. You are also part of the Biafra, right? Okay. Because you are part of the Biafra, I want to use you to set the Biafra free from Nigeria. Go and tell who is the president now? Um, Buhari is it Buhari, right? Um, what is his name? Tinubu, aha. The current president now is Tinubu. Now, let's say a certain God appeared to Clem and said, Clem, go and tell Tinubu, go and tell him that he should let the Biafrans grow. He should allow them to go to their promised land. Clem, go and tell Tinubu, I said, you should allow Biafrans go to their land. Why are they holding them? <laughs> hey! What would be the first thing you will say to that God? What would be the first thing? <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you don't understand the predicament of Moses. I just want to shine a little light on it. 
I know some of you are shouting that、ah, if I was Moses, I would not, I would not challenge God. You even do more than God. You even do more than Moses. <laughs> In fact, do you, even know, do you even know the road to Tinubu's? Is it his house or how? In Ghana, we call it, is it a Jubilee house?、Um, I don't know. In Nigeria, how do they call it? You have the place where the president lives. The place where the、um, president lives. How will you even get into that place in the first place? The Aso Rock. How would you get into the Aso Rock? How would you get into that place? <laughs> Just imagine. Yeah. As you are trying, at the moment you get in front of the place, then you, then you are talking to the police officer. Please, I am here to see Tinubu. Why are you here? My God said, I should come back. Before you complete your statement, <laughs> you are in prison. <laughs> They say,、ah, I think you don't like your life. Since you don't like your life, then okay. Let us help you to. <laughs> ah, so a certain God appeared to Clem and said, Go and tell Tinubu to let my people go. <laughs> We are going to turn to God and say, This one is not possible. Who is going to listen to me? Where will I start from? How will I get there? What? Why? <laughs> for what reason? For what reason should I even tell him that? And for what reason would he even allow them to go? And <laughs> you see, the case is something complex. <laughs> so that was the situation in which Moses found himself. But you see, because it was God, He had to bring them out by a strong hand. You see, you don't understand. Some of you, you thought that after the first plague, the Egyptians would now say, Okay, be our friends, go to your land. Let's say, because there was light out when Clem went to Tinubu, and then Tinubu said, Okay, Um, I have heard you, but you, I will give you 20 lashes. So they gave Clem 20 lashes and they told her to go. And then she got angry. She went to cry to God. God, you sent me and they have given me 20 lashes. Why? Oh God, don't be silent in my matter. Intervene, intervene, intervene. After she finished crying to God, God now said, okay, because the Nigerians have lashed you 20, I'm going to give them light out. They will experience light out for one month. Now, so the Nigerians are now experiencing light out for the first week, no light, second week, no light, third week. And then on the third week, Clem appears and said, yes, Tinubu, have you seen? There is no light in Nigeria. I am the one. It is my God who has stopped it. Tinubu will still look at you like this. I don't think you are normal. 
who will still look at you like that. Now, so let's say the the fourth week was completed. So for four weeks there was total darkness, light out. Do you think that because of that they will now say, "Okay, Biafans, go to your land"? Huh? Do you think they will say that you can now go? It is not still possible. Okay, let's say okay. Then the Lord brought another plague, another plague to the Egyptians. Okay, let's say all the children. I'm going to kill all the children of the governors. Let's say the governors, all the governors in Nigeria. God said He's going to kill all their all their children. So let's say. In Nigeria, how many? I think they have 36 states. If they have 36 states in Nigeria, is it says, yeah, or 37 now. I think they said they've added more. So if they have 36 states in Nigeria and every state is having their own governor, listen to this. Yeah, so 37, right? So every state is having their own governor. And then all their governors lost their child, their firstborn in a day. So they'll now come together and say, Hey, something is happening. Although they will know that something strange is happening, right? They'll know something strange is happening. But you see, they will not say, Because of that, we are now going to allow the Biafrans to go. Is it possible? Would they say, because of that, let's allow them to go? <laughs> you don't understand. Still, they will not let you go. That is why after the first plague, second plague, third plague, still the Egyptians did not allow the Israelites to go. So it took <laughs> a great hand of God to break the spine and to paralyze the Egyptians to humble Pharaoh. Wait, do you know who Pharaoh is? When we are talking about Pharaoh in that time, when we are talking about world power, this was Pharaoh. It's just like um, the American president of today. Do you know who Pharaoh was? <laughs> so it was very, very impossible to humble him. Now, even if do you realize that even if after they had allowed the Israelites to go, still Pharaoh still went after them. They said, Ah, we have been foolish. Just imagine. Almost all your land have been destroyed, your firstborn dead, flies, maggots, locusts everywhere, your water turned to blood. Everything destroyed. Hills destroyed your farm, your cattle's dead by a certain God. And after the God has taken them away from your land, you still went after them to bring them back. You see, it was not easy like that. So, now, <laughs> hi. So, listen to me. 
for the Israelites to come out of the land of Egypt, it was not something that you just see like that. It was a very, very, it, is, it took the supernatural. If not, it wouldn't have happened. So now, remember where I started from. If God's grace rescued you from the hand of a thief, it means now your allegiance is now to God's grace. It means you now own your life to God's grace. Do you see that? Or let me say, a police wanted to shoot me. And then, let me say, Akosia said, Oh, you want to shoot Pastor Philip? Don't shoot Pastor Philip. And she jumped in front. And the police still pulled the trigger. And Akosia jumped and said, No, I will take the bullet for him. And then she died. And then she took the bullet. <laughs> I will now come and say, Oh, why did you do that? Now I'm talking about Nollywood movie, the one you watch on the TV. <laughs> I say, ah, why did you do that? Why did you do that, my, my friend? Why? Oh, say, oh, don't worry, I would, I would die for you. I would do anything for you. I would. <laughs> now, if another time I see Akushia in trouble and she's about to lose her life and then they said she needs um one kidney and the two of my kidneys are functioning well i said no this girl she gave her life to me so i myself i have to lay my life i have to give her my life also do you understand do you understand okay now the same way after the lord delivered the Israelites from Egypt, what do you think was the right thing for them to do? Huh? What do you think? After the Lord delivered them from the hands of the Egyptians, from the armies of Egypt, from the hand of Pharaoh, and their snakes, and their magicians, and whatever, what do you think is the right thing for them to do? Who is answering? Good. For them to submit to that God who has given his own life for them. Do you see? So now, their full allegiance should now be to a God that has delivered them. So because you brought us out of the land of Egypt by a strong and mighty hands, now I would now give my life to you. Do you see that? I will now submit my life to you. <laughs> Let me shock you. That after they were brought out of the land of Egypt, <laughs> my people, my people, my people, my people, my people, after Clem went to Nigeria and rescue the Biafrans from the Nigerians. <laughs> then the Biafrans said they are going to stone Clem to death. They will stone her because the place where she has brought them to, they can't get 
ECG. They don't have light. They don't now they don't eat goat meat again. Before they were eating goat meat, but now they can't eat goat meat. Hey, these Israelites they were so funny. <laughs> Before they were eating, <laughs> they were eating fufu and light soup. Now they don't get fufu and light soup to eat again. So they are going to stone. They are going to stone you. <laughs> are you guys there? <laughs> So because of food, your life and food, which is much more important, a God have just brought you out. You know, now, what they actually did was this. They said, Clem told us that she's going to a mountain to talk to that God that rescued us. And we have waited, uh, we have not seen her. So what we are going to do is that, let us make our own God. Just imagine the foolishness. Hey. It was not even easy for that God to bring you out of the land of Egypt. And you came out from Egypt. And then you said, Now, let us make our own God. Let our own God now lead us to the promised land. Hey. When you were in the land of Egypt, why didn't your own God come to rescue you? Why didn't you make your God to rescue you? But now you have been brought out of the land of Egypt. Then you said, oh, yes. We are going to make our God to lead us to the promised land. That is how a lot of Christians are. Because there is a certain God who died for them so that they can come out of death. There was a God who exchanged his life for them. Many of you, you don't know it was God who died. I don't have time to show you this. It was God who actually died. Do you know it was God who actually died? Hi. He says, John chapter 1, he said, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And now when you read verse 14, he says, if the word was God, in verse 14, he says, the word became flesh, meaning that God became flesh. So it was God who became flesh. That God who became flesh is called Jesus. So who is Jesus? Jesus is God who has been made flesh. Do you see that? So it was this God who died. Why? He took your place so that you can have life. So it was impossible for you to come out of Egypt by your own hands. It was impossible for you to come out by yourself. Do you see that? So for you to come out, this God needs to die. 
So the moment he gave his life for you, it means your own life now belongs to him. Do you see? It means your allegiance is now to him. Remember, I'm trying to set the coordinate right as we go into this new month. I want to show you something. Follow me. So there is a need that I honor this God. Right? Do you all agree? It is necessary. It is compulsory. I cannot give you my life. And after giving you my life, then you saw me in a serious problem and then you just look on and pass. <laughs> a lot of Christians, that is how they are. They have gotten out of the land of Egypt. They are now in the wilderness. But they have raised up their own God. They have, what? They have raised up their own God. <laughs> they said, this is our God who delivered us. Some of them, their God became gambling. Some of them, their God became betway. Some of them, their God became. <laughs> some of them, their God became prophets. Uh-huh. If I if I don't see that one, I did not try. So they neglected the God who brought them out of Egypt, and they raised a God. Some of them, their God became their money. After a God has given them his life, a God gave his life to you and all you can do is to choose another God. <laughs> you see now, let me now show you something. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. God's grace, are you with me? Can you display that for me? There's something in heart. There's a burden in my heart. I pray that the Lord will help me to release it effectively. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Oh, I need somebody to come on and read for me. Yes, um, Akosia, I think you're a good reader. You should come and read for me. Have you displayed? Okay. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. I beseech you therefore, 
brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Amen. Amen. Okay. Did you all see that? Now, let me show you something. Now, let me show you something. He says, no, don't end, just mute. Okay, now watch this. He says, I beseech you. He says, therefore. When he says, I beseech you, therefore. He says, because of this. Because of what God has done. Because of what he has done. Because he has given me his life. He says, by that privilege. He says, that is the message of God. I was in the land of Egypt. And by his mercies, he came to bring me out. And he said, because of his mercy. Because of the mercy he showed to me. He now said, present your bodies. That means, give yourself as a living sacrifice to him. Now, he's not talking about part of your body. Don't say your physical body, no. He's talking about your whole self. He's not saying give your leg. Give your hand. No, that's not what he's talking about. He says, give your whole self. So because of what he has done, it is now right for you to not think and say, oh, I will now give my whole self. Okay. I heard um, Apostle Rame saying this. And then he said, let's say, um, God's grace he fell in love with who is here let me give God, um, God's grace a Ghanaian lady who is interested in God's grace here okay I think Veronica is here so let's say I am giving Veronica to God's grace Veronica is here so Veronica I am giving you to God's grace okay there is Veronica aha uh-huh, she's here <laughs> and then God's grace said oh I like the damsel <laughs> I would do anything for the damsel so God's grace went ahead he paid the bride price he made the family happy he, um, God's grace is in Zambia so he had to travel to Ghana to do everything now, after he's done with everything, he bought beautiful dresses, gold chain, gold ring, took her for honeymoon. What is the best place for honeymoon right now? <laughs> I know there was a time people used to say Bahamas. They used to go to the Bahamas for honeymoon. I don't know. Dubai. <laughs> May I not spend my honeymoon in a Muslim nation? Well, if you're a Muslim, you're sorry. But 
I can't spend my honeymoon in a Muslim nation. Aish, Boko Haram. <laughs> so, Veronica is already choosing. She said Bahamas or Canada. God's grace, I hope you can hear. Bahamas or Canada. So they went for honeymoon. God's grace took care of the bills and everything. Akusia, she, I'm sorry, Veronica laid on the beach, stretched her legs, enjoyed herself, ate the beautiful food, and then they came back home. After coming back home, the following day, then their real life began. By 8, 9 a.m., Akusia, I'm sorry, what am I saying Akusia? I think Akusia should have been the person for God's grace. Veronica is still sleeping. And then God's grace approached her and said, Oh, honey, please wake up. And then she turned to the other side. Say, honey, please wake up. I'm hungry. The first day, Veronica said, don't you know the road to the kitchen? Pass here. <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> Enter the kitchen yourself and go and prepare something for yourself. <laughs> Just imagine the first day. If you are the one, if you are in, if you were in God's grace, shoot, what would you have done? Eh? You have paid everything, paid the bread price, sent her to Canada or Bahamas for honeymoon and everything, and then your first day you said, "Oh, please, I'm hungry. Get me something to eat." She said. <laughs> Don't you know the road to the kitchen? <laughs> now, you would say, this lady is very wicked. You see something? You say, this lady is very wicked. Very, very wicked. The reason why you say she is wicked is because of what God's grace has done for her. And... The first day. Hey. Oh. <laughs> the guy would touch himself. He said, hey, all the way from Zambia to Ghana. <laughs> he would touch himself and say, oh no, this is not happening. <laughs> it, is, it is a dream. It's not a dream. She will show you pepper. She will show you fire. <laughs> now, this is the same thing God did for man. And then all we can do is to give God a broken heart. So, listen to me. This is the point I'm trying to make. You can do everything for a lady. You can do whatever you want to do. But it will still be her own choice to give her love to you. Right? Oh, 
I may decide to buy you iPhone 15. Um, you guys, I may, I may decide to. Because I bought iPhone 15 for you, it doesn't mean you say you love me. I can even buy you a car. Or oh, God's grace will now go to the extent of saying, okay, maybe I did not do things rightly. Let me buy her a car. So God's grace bought the latest car and brought it to, <laughs> to Veronica. And then Veronica said, Oh, honey, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, but I don't like white car. I like blue car. And then God's grace said, Oh, don't worry. It's a small thing for me. So the following day, he went to buy a blue car. Say, oh, honey, honey, thank you, thank you so much. You are so sweet. You are so romantic. If there is no money in relationship, forget to. Nothing like romantic there. What is romantic? <laughs> I, uh, so now, after the blue car. Still, the following day, God's grace said, Honey, I'm going to see my parents, please. I want us to go together. Then Veronica said, When your parents gave birth to you, was I there? <laughs> was I? <laughs> and then God's grace will now say, Oh, honey, I just bought you a car yesterday. Corolla X. I just bought you a car. <laughs> now, no matter what you do, ah, she said she won't go to Zambia with you. She won't go. Now, no matter what you're going to do for her, she would have to make up her mind to love you. Are you with me? It would, it would be by her own choice. She would now say, oh, because of what my husband has done for me, then I would now love her. Do you see? So your money would not be able to buy love. It may be able to pay the bride price or the dowry, but yet it can't cause her. She has to now make the choice. So on occasion of what God has done for us, Romans chapter 12 verse 1 is now saying, because of the mercies of God, we should now choose to love God. Now, do you remember where we started from? Deuteronomy. You remember that, right? So now, because God has brought the Israelites out of Egypt, he now said, Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5. Can you show it to me? Since I have delivered you, you have been in Israel for 400 years. And since I have brought you out on occasion, on account of what I have done for you, I am now giving you Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5. It says, and thou, you, shall love the Lord thy God with all your heart. <laughs> 
God didn't know the Israelites. The Israelites, they showed God pepper. He said, you should love me now. God said, you know, I have brought you out. So, love me. Okay? Give your heart to me. Give your soul to me. Give your mind to me. <laughs> the first thing that they did after coming out was to go and make another God. Was that not broken heart? Hi! <laughs> So now, after this God has saved you, has given his life to save you, the best thing that you could do after you came out of darkness is to go and commit fornication. You say, I am now the choir master of the church. Oh, I have been saved. I have come to the light. Brother... Which brother is here? Brother Gilbert. Brother Gilbert, I've now been saved. Brother Gilbert, I've received salvation. Oh, Brother Gilbert can sing. Let's make him our choir leader. Since the day Brother Gilbert became choir leader, he has impregnated three ladies. Just imagine. God has brought you into light. And your response to him is to impregnate three ladies. <laughs> so, you see, this is a wicked thing. For him to give me his life, I will now say, on account of what he has done for me, I will now surrender my life to him. He will now be the owner of my life. I would now live for him. You see, so it would be very right if Veronica chooses to now love God's grace because of what he has done for her. That would be so right. So now, Christians, because of everything that God has done for us, we need to honor God. We need to learn to live a life of honor to God. Do you understand where I'm going? That is where I'm going. Because of everything He has done for me, I now need to honor Him. I now need to live for him. If I come and I say, I didn't tell you what God has done for you, and I say, love God, love God. You ask me, why should I love him? If you don't know what he has done for you, and then you see, that is what is going on. Religious some religious folks, they just want to obey God out of the blue. That is what the Israelites did not understand. (laughs) 
they forgot that God brought them out of Egypt. So when he gave them laws, they disobeyed. Because the reason why they disobeyed was because they did not see the need to obey him. So the reason why we are going to honor him, the reason why we are going to live holy and pure is because we have seen what he has done for us. That we supposed to perish, yet he perished for us. We are supposed to die and go to hell, but he died and went to hell for us. You were supposed to live your, the rest of your life in eternity. But he came for you. Veronica supposed to live her life as a single lady forever. But what God's grace came for her. That is it. Because you came for me, I will now save you. Do you see? Even if you wake up in the middle of the night and say you want to, oh, God's grace is your favorite food. If it's a Ghanaian man, typical Ashanti, he will say he likes fufu. <laughs> Even if he wakes up in the middle of the night and say he wants inshima. Am I pronouncing it well? Inshima. You have to give him inshima. Whatever that is. You have to. Look at. Look at. Look at her. <laughs> Amen. Are you guys with me? Oh, I promise to close at 2 o'clock. I think I have one minute more. So now, there is a reason why I should now surrender my life to Him. There is a reason why I should wake up and serve Him. There is a reason why I should wake up and go down on my knees every day and say, Thank you, Lord. There is a reason why I should have the opportunity to steal, but I would say no. Because I am no longer living for myself. Do you see that? So, because of all these things, I can no longer live for myself. So, Romans chapter 12, verse 1, it says, we should not give ourselves by the reason of what God has done for us as a living sacrifice. He says, holy, acceptable unto God. Now says, which is your reasonable. Do you see that? This is your reasonable service. For you to now give yourself as a living sacrifice. So every day you need to live a life of sacrifice. That instead of you to please yourself, for instance, there are three meats in the pot. After Veronica finished cooking, 
three meats was left in the pot. And then it was time for them to eat. Because of what God's grace has done for you, take one and give him two. Don't try to share it equally. Take one and give him two. Or he bought you a car. <laughs> As for the ladies, the way they like meat, they cannot deny themselves. They cannot. Amen. There are a lot of things you can tell a lady to sacrifice. When it comes to meat, they are specialists. <laughs> Anytime, the kind of normal. But the day I will eat with my mom, hey, I wonder why is it this woman's meat, this lady's meat is always different from mine. Her meat is, I think, is tasting better than mine. Hey, these people, they are specialists when it comes to meat. <laughs> they will cheat their husband. They will remove the best part from them for themselves. But you see, but because of what your husband has done for you, give the best part to him. Ladies, ah, someone will go out and work and come back and go out and hey, then you've prepared a nice delicacy and still you now choose the the parts you don't like and give it hey ah, you suffered with the cooking you suffered who gave you the money to cook hey jesus have you seen you see what i am saying is true <laughs> amen <laughs> amen so on occasion of what god has done apostle paul now comes to say because of everything our reasonable service will now be to live a life of sacrifice to the god that gave us his all amen so even if it means that i need to um, deny myself to obey him I have to do it now i now have to do a certain word called please i have to please him are you guys with me are you guys with me i have to now please him i have to please him so everything that veronica needs to do to make god's grace happy she needs to do it do you get that scenario? So everything that you need to do because of what God has done for you to make him happy, you should do it. So as you enter into this month of November, I leave you with this message that you should learn to please God because of what he has done for you. You should learn to please him every day in this month of november amen give every day to him every day try to make him happy amen thank you jesus How many of you will do that gladly? 
So now, before I round up, I will now show you about um. I will show you about there about um. Ten points, but I can't share all of them. I will just show you about three or four. Then I round up. Today I chose to finish on time. Amen. So, how can we now please Him? How can we please Him? What are the things to do to make Him happy? You know, the first one, remember Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Are you with me? Can you go there? Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews 11, verse 6. What? How can I please God? How can I make Him happy? How can I please Him? Okay. It says, but without faith it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God now have you seen after the to please him we find a colon there that colon means that he wants to emphasize on the first point so when he says without faith it is impossible to please him he now wants to make us understand what it means to please him now, what it means to please him by faith, he says, For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. Now, when we say he is, if we go back to the Greek, the word used there is he exists. Do you see that? We must believe that he is, he exists. Do you see? So, he exists for some of us we don't know god exists so the first way to please him is to treat him like he exists how can you wake up in the morning and god's grace you did not greet veronica is it good god's grace you woke up in the morning you did not greet veronica <laughs> she became like air to you you woke up, she was sitting down in the hall. You just walked by. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't even say, honey, good morning. Huh? How can you do that? How would... Can somebody tell me how Veronica is going to feel? <laughs> they said you won't eat. <laughs> hey, Veronica, you are a case. You are a case study. <laughs> just imagine this is a man or this is a human being that you ignored like that and she has told you you won't eat do you see that now how can you wake up every day and then you would not even show or do anything to show that God exists you just woke up from a bed jump out the only thing that they heard was your yawning ah. you went to brush your teeth off to work 
You didn't even spend time with him. Now, do you know how God is going to feel? You are making him feel sad. Do you see? So every time you neglect God, you make him feel sad. You make him feel like as if he is not existing. Amen. So in this month of November, I want you every day, every day, every day, show him that he exists. Show him that he exists. Show him that he exists. Do you see? And then look at what he said. He said, Can you display it again? He says, For he that cometh to God must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Do you see the word diligently? It means apply effort. Apply effort. Okay, let's say, God's grace, you went to Veronica early in the morning. And then he said, baby, 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 baby. Now, every day when you come to Veronica and you said, baby, 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 she becomes happy and then she turns, she turns, and then she says, eh, eh? And then he said, oh, baby, baby, baby. And then she's turning for you. She's smiling for you. But that very day, you went, as usual, and you said, hey, baby, baby, baby. And she said, if I slap you. <laughs> you know what he said? Oh, baby, baby. I said, if I, if I slap you. If I. <laughs> hey, some people have slept. Some people have slept. I will take roll call very soon. Now, and she said, if I slap you. <laughs> now, what you need to do now. God's grace is now to is not to say, Oh, you say you slapped me. What did I do? You say you slapped me. What have I done? What have I done? I Kalibara Kumrinisana. So now you went to Veronica. A baby, baby, baby. She did not smile. She just changed her face. About to give you a dirty slap. Say, Mother. Let me just save my face and go. <laughs> now, if God's grace should walk away, he did, not, he did not do it diligently. Now, to seek God diligently, it means to apply effort. Do you see that? So you come to God and you say, Father, you are wonderful. And then you did not feel anything. You did not sense anything. It looked like as if you are talking to the air. How many of it has happened to you before? Sometimes you pray, you yourself, you know, ah, this prayer is not going anywhere. You can tell yourself that, hmm, as for this prayer, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> you see, there are days like that, dry, very, very dry. So when you come, it was, it's like as if there is no God. As if nobody is hearing you. Amen. Now, it says, at that point, you need to now apply efforts. To seek him. Do you see? So it is not just a casual seeking that pleases God. No. If you want to please him. He says. To please him. To make him happy. He says. 
it is not a casual seeking, but it's a diligent one. You need to now apply effort. So now, let's say after God's grace, we're going to do baby, 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 and then baby, 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 change her face for him, and then he started going to work. So now, on his way, going out of the house, something inside of him will now tell him that, oh no, something must be wrong with my wife. Because I know the kind of wife that I have, the kind of wife that I have. She's a loving wife, a happy wife. So if today she is not happy, then I should be able to find out what is wrong with her. You see, now that is what we call diligently. When he does it like that, he has done it diligently. Are you with me? So he goes back to the room. This time he will not go and say, baby, baby, baby. If not, he will receive double slap. He said, we need to talk. We need to talk. <laughs> Veronica said, she likes sweet words. You don't like that, baby, baby, baby. Every day, baby, baby, baby. You don't change it. Every day, baby, baby, baby. Every day, baby. <laughs> he wants you to be changing it. <laughs> now, God's grace will now go in and say, oh, Veronica, we need to talk. I noticed that you are not happy with me this morning. What is the problem? You see now. Now, at this point, they can now exchange the burdens in their heart. So now, anytime you seek God, what is going to happen is that you are going to start interacting with the burdens of his heart. Sometimes you now notice that you, are, you would even start weeping. You just start weeping. Because sometimes you cannot carry his burden. When he begins to share it with you. There was a certain day I went to the Lord in prayer. I was seeking him, seeking him, seeking him. And then he was like, in your town, in your town, the old men are dying. And most of them are dying without Jesus. Now, when he said that to me, my heart rendered into pieces. And I shed tears. I said, no. What, what can I do now? This is your problem. You see, this is... So it is not just a casual seeking. You go to Veronica and then you said, oh no. Since, since the day you bought me that dress, you've not bought another dress for me. And you're coming to tell me, baby, go, 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 go. Then God goes to say, okay. Oh, so because of dress, oh, don't worry. I will buy you more. In fact, today I'm not going to work again. Honey, get into the car. <laughs> when Veronica is here, get into the car. Hey, she will not turn again. Hey, the smile will not return. Do you see that? So now, whenever we succeed in finding out the heart or the matter in the heart of God, it means we have sought Him. So now, when we know this has been done by the way we are going to start feeling, at that point, your heart will now be connected to God again. You see, you will now be in a state of worship. You will now feel His presence again. You will now feel His power again. Do you see that? You see, His... Oh, you see, at this point, you will now know that, oh... God is now happy. This is the organic life. Amen. 
So to make him happy, we need to seek him diligently, not casually, diligently. Amen. Amen. Okay, let me share、um, one more and then I, one or two more. So let me say one. Now, another thing is now to, another way to please him is now to show him love. Amen. Demonstrating our love for God. You know, when Jesus Christ came, he said the same thing in the book of Mark, chapter 12, verse 30 to 31. Mark, chapter 12, verse 30 to 31. We need to love the Lord. You see, the same thing that was said to the Israelites was now said to us because the Lamb gave himself for us. And if he has given himself for us, we now need to choose. You see, Love, one thing that you guys must know about love is that love is, um, oh, oh, will I forget this word now? Love is a choice. You see, you need to initiate it. You get it? You need to choose to love. Okay? You cannot just say, oh, I don't love this person. No. Love is a choice. That is why, you see, love is not a feeling. That is why、um, a lot of、um, young boys and girls, they say they have gotten broken up. They don't understand anything. Because when they went into relationship, their relationship, the foundation of their relationship was feelings. Feelings, not love. Love is not a feeling, love is a choice. Whether you feel like it, you don't feel like it. Whether I face, whether Veronica is beautiful, she's not beautiful. Whether she is now 70 or she's now 80, you have to now choose to wake up every day to love her. Do you see? You now have to now make a choice. Every day to love God. Do you see? Whether you feel like it or you don't feel like it, you must love Him. So, when Jesus Christ came, He did not say, Love the Lord God with all your heart when you feel like. No. He says, With all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Do you see that? So now you now have to love Him. So when you start loving God, you start loving God, you start loving. In fact, this one is the key. When you now start choosing to love Him, this is key. Amen. So, what is the first point? To please God. The first point is to what? Have faith in Him. Okay? That is to show that He exists. And then the second point is to what? Is to love Him. You see? And just like I said, this is the first and the greatest command. This above everything, what is much more important to Him is that you love Him. This is the first commandment that you love him. Amen. 
you see, we can break down this portion into many other parts. You see, now, because you love him, you will now choose to spend time with him. Are you with me? You will now choose to obey him. You will now choose to respect him. Because God's grace love Veronica, he has to discipline himself to respect Veronica. Do you see? He has to. So I have to now choose, choose to. Yes, Clem. Clem have disappeared. Hey, she has taken a long journey. Clem, you have. I've marked you absent for today. You have been marked absent. Absent. <laughs> you or you have got to rescue the Biafras. You have not come back. <laughs> she hasn't come back from um, from Nigeria to rescue the Biafras. I didn't send her. Or she went. Okay. <laughs> Amen. So I would now choose to spend time with him. I will now choose to be with him. I will now choose to look into her eyes. <laughs> Maybe you don't like the color of her eyes. But you have to now choose to do it. Do you see? I am taking my word carefully. I said, choose. You have to choose to do it. That is love. You choose to do it. Do you see Okay. So, in order to please God, we need to choose to love Him with all our heart. One of <laughs> one of the greatest challenges for Christians, especially the singles, singles, you see, you would not know how to, especially um, those who are still innocent, you would not know how to manage your relationship at first when you go into a relationship, especially somebody who is really having a heart for God. Because the first thing you now notice is that you are now thinking about your boyfriend more. And you'll be like, oh God, these days I'm not thinking about you. You feel like you are committing sin. Do you see? It's, it will be a struggle. Many of you are going to struggle with it. You're going to struggle with it. You, get, you, know, you find yourself struggling when you are even reading your Bible. You are reading... Genesis <laughs> and God created the heavens and the earth. The next line that came to your mind Oh, Veronica is so beautiful. Oh, Veronica, Veronica. Oh, you went to think about Veronica and they said, Aha, God created the heavens and the earth, and God will just stay from heaven and He'll be looking at you like this. He will make His face like this, watching you. Continue fooling. <laughs> God will not say, 
If you want to think about Veronica, go and think about her. If you want to study my word with me, study. <laughs> if you are not ready to study, go. The same thing happens. Just imagine. One thing about ladies is that they like attention. They like attention. For example, if God's grace was busy watching his favorite movie, and then Veronica walks into the room. Now, what is going to happen is that Veronica would expect God's grace to shift focus from the football match to her. <laughs> Ladies are wonderful creatures. We are watching a football match. Because you entered the room, say, no, you have to. Then she will not come and say, ah, honey, do you know what happened today? I say, oh, wait, Veronica, wait, I'm watching this. I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching. She will not understand that she has to wait. You have to give her the attention. She will not understand that, that she has to wait. No, you have to give her the attention. If you don't understand that as a man, every day you'll be in trouble, every day. You see, so the same thing applies to God. You get it? The same thing applies to God. The moment we are choosing to love God, we must choose to give Him attention. As we study His word, we are paying attention. Oh, God really loves that. God, you see, God loves attention. Even more than the ladies. Ay, oh, forget. God loves attention. God loves attention. Do you know what he told the Israelites? He said, this commandment that I'm giving you, he said, tie them. Tie them on your hand. Tie them around your waist. He says, tie them on your gates so that when you go out and you come out, you would see it. <laughs> he said, when you are walking, you will be seeing it. Everywhere you will be seeing it. God wants attention. Amen. So as we begin to give God attention, we show him that we love him and then he is what? He is pleased. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I want us, my time is up. I want us to use the next two minutes.